Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. When I read these words penned by Kevin Draper and Benjamin Mullen in the New York Times, I said to myself, ah, I'm not alone. Here's what they wrote. Maybe it was the wordless image of the United States Olympic hockey team celebrating the miracle on ice. Perhaps it was the perfect frame of Dwight Clark making the catch to send the San Francisco 49ers to the 1982 Super Bowl. Or it could have been the declaration that a 17-year-old LeBron James was the chosen one 20 months before he played in his first NBA game. For sports fans of a certain age, the memory of running to the mailbox to see what was on the cover of the latest weekly issue of Sports Illustrated is indelible. For decades, the magazine's photographers, writers, and editors held the power to anoint stars and deliver the definitive account of the biggest moments in sports, often with just a single photograph and a few words on the cover. It was the most important real estate in sports journalism. And then there's a quote from Nate Gordon. When I was a kid and getting SI, you didn't have that immediate 24-hour news cycle just hitting you over the head. You would get that cover and you'd be like, man, this is what happened last week. That's so cool. Nate Gordon, a former picture editor at Sports Illustrated, now the head of content at the Players Tribune. There's a wonderful essay in today's Smirconish.com newsletter by someone who knows a great deal about the subject matter. That would be Michael Bamberger. Today, senior writer for Golf.com, who was a senior writer at Sports Illustrated, from 1995 to 2018. Michael, I feel like I've just dated myself by reading those words aloud and saying it speaks to me. But for those of us of a certain age, that's the power that SI held. Yeah, it was a lovely piece in the Times. And um, uh, always nice to talk to you, Michael. If if people are interested in this subject, I would highly recommend if you can find your way to it. Buzz Bissinger has a piece on airmail that... that, that really talks about the the hurt of losing Sports Illustrated and more significantly what it says about our culture and where we are right now and where we will be from now on. Because I think, you know, the, the horse is out of the barn. The gate is closed. It's not coming back. But it was a, it was a great run. run. People your age and my age absolutely uh, grew up on it. And uh, people half our age and younger can't really understand what we're talking about, probably. <laughs> That's okay. They'll indulge us. Quote, SI arrived in your suburban mailbox of a late week afternoon and took you by word and snap all over the wide world of sports on safari in Africa, sailing down under inside Johnny Unitas's helmet, 
reading the magazine, reading it and looking at it was an essential part of middle class, middle brow American cultural SI was National Geographic for a million insurance salesmen and their sons. No, the demographic was that narrow, but you get the idea. Those are your words. Tell me about your association with SI. How did that come to pass? Well, I read it as a kid, as all kids did our age. And uh, uh, now you know the name Red Smith. A lot of your listeners won't, but some will. Red Smith's idea, Red Smith was a longtime sports columnist in Philadelphia, grew up in Green Bay, was in, in when I started reading, was in the New York Times in, in the uh, what seventies and maybe into the early eighties. Uh, Red Smith's thing was you you enjoyed the pleasure watching the games, and then you wanted to relive it days later. And SI gave you that in spades. That was the that was the beauty of the wait. The delay was a was viewed as a positive thing. Uh, uh, as it was in the New Yorker when Herbert Warren Wynn would write about U.S. Open tennis or U.S. Open golf or, or something else. You wanted to relive the experience, have some distance from it, and now maybe start to understand it a little bit. Uh, so events lingered uh, for a much longer time uh, with us, and that was sort of the beauty of what Nate was talking about uh, in that quote, and that was sort of what was uh, special about it. And then just to, 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 just to get into that thought for one second, Catholic reading tastes were much more Catholic uh, in those days. And the idea of the super specialist, I only am interested in one narrow thing, you know, the offensive uh, line draft uh, for the NFL, offensive linemen who are going to be go early in the NFL draft, whatever it might be. Reading tastes weren't like that, and people weren't like that. Uh, Sports Illustrated was edited for someone who had a sort of liberal arts major interest in sports. Michael Bamberger. Read his essay today in Smirconish.com. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirk. 
Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish, netsuite.com slash Smirconish. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. You wrote these words. The printed word, ink on paper, was still king. Jim McKay and Howard Cosell were sports broadcasting stars on network TV, and they were more famous than any SI writer. But if wanted to, if you really wanted to learn something about Muhammad Ali or Billie Jean King or Jack Nicholas, you had you read Mark Cram or Frank Defford or Dan Jenkins. Oh my God, semi tough. I remember that book. They took you inside the athletes and the sports they played. Access was not so hard to get. The writers had touch and the magazine had cachet. Doors opened. What was it like for you to be a writer, a senior writer for SI for so so long? I, I guess you know everyone was accessible to you in the sports world, right? I mean. You, you... It helped I mean, when you called and you said you were calling on behalf of Sports Illustrated. It helped. I read, there was a, a well, anybody knows Sports Illustrated knows about this. There was as Time Magazine had Person of the Year used to be Man of the Year. Um, SI had Sportsman of the Year turned into Sports Person of the Year, and I was lucky enough to write two. Uh, and the two that I wrote in my uh, let's see, twenty two years there, and the two that I wrote were the, the first time the American women. <clears throat> Uh, national soccer team uh, uh, won the World Cup, and the second time was Tiger Woods. And both time, now let's just do Tiger first. Tiger in 2000 was impossible to get. And uh, I got him because it was the SI cover. And not only did he, and, and not only did he come for the SI, uh, then there was a party afterwards. It was held at uh, Radio City Music Hall. John Wooden was there. Tiger was there. All sorts of greats uh, wow. were there. And it was a really big, grand, wonderful event because Sports Illustrated, at the end of the day, even though it could be very critical of the athletes it covered, it really celebrated sports. So it had a sweet spot thing where um, uh, it was going to call, it it was going to put your feet to the fire and make sure you're doing the right thing the right way. But it was also going to celebrate uh, celebrate your achievements, and with the women. Now, the the, the women were absolutely a global phenomenon, certainly a, a national phenomenon at that point. American women's soccer was not as nearly as developed then as it is as it is now, and every last person associated with that team actually seemed delighted to be getting a call from from Sports Illustrated. Uh, so yes, it, um, the magazine had true cachet, and doors did open. Was there a hex associated? I mean, if you're the sports person of the year, okay, they're recognizing your achievement. It's not like something, you know, is, is going to knock Tiger off that perch. But for those who were up and coming and got the cover treatment, was it a double-edged sword? Well, it could be a double-edged sword. You know, you cited LeBron James uh, as a high school kid uh, being on the cover. I think he was 17. And that, you know, that panned out. Uh, Jack Nicholas had uh, four sons, one of whom was a very good junior golfer, Gary Nicholas. And he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and uh, um, and they said uh, he, he was going to be the next Nicholas. The cover was the next Nicholas. Well, he wasn't the next Nicholas. He turned out to be a pretty good amateur golfer, <laughs> and later, pardon me, and later, believe briefly a professional, but he was not the next Nicholas. Uh, so yes, you know, in, and SI, by the way, became careful about that. SI was very aware of its own power and used it judiciously, and that's. 
that was uh, part of its greatness. And just to just a quick note about what you said about knocking things off the cover. Um, I cannot recall the year offhand. Adam Scott, uh, the Australian golfer, won the uh, Masters Golf Tournament um, in, in the mid 2000s. You probably know the date, Michael. And 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 the magazine it was an odd work week by which the uh, editors worked uh, uh, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday, and then the magazine went to bed on Monday. Then they took off Tuesday, Wednesday. So four long days. The editors, by the way, often lived in suburban New Jersey, New York, and they stayed in hotels in New York uh, during this intense work week because that's what timing was uh, like in that in those days. Well, anyway, they had the. I wrote my cover story. I, I was covering the Masters. I wrote up Adam Scott. It was a tremendous win. Um, uh, he won with Tiger Woods, his former caddy, in the rain. It's just great. They had a beautiful, perfect uh, image. The next day was uh, was the, the Boston Marathon and the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm, right. um, and on Monday afternoon, they ripped off the they ripped out the cover. That that's a little too harsh. Say they just changed the cover. It wasn't appropriate to celebrate Adam Scott's great victory in the Masters in the wake of this heinous, heinous tragedy. And that's what Sports Illustrated did. And the the, the issue after nine eleven. The entire issue was devoted to um, well, the impact on 9-11 on sports. And, uh, you know, 20 or so writers, I, I was among them, just wrote about where where athletes were, where sports were, from, you know, Little League, uh, Pee Wee football to anything else that might be going on, uh, uh, Major League Baseball and everything else. And it was a very poignant issue. And then, and then some weeks later, um, I wrote a long cover story about Mike Piazza befriending the son of a fallen firefighter. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not citing that to talk about myself. I'm citing that to talk about the breadth of how Sports Illustrated defines sports as a fundamental part of culture, um, uh, which it is. So, like when the New York Times said this summer, "Oh, we're abandoning our sports section." It was a really odd period. I'm sure you remember, Michael. There was absolutely no way that was true because sport is too fundamental to our way of life that the would. And what happened was they, they moved out all their sports writers and they brought in the athletic, and the athletic is now the sports section of the New York Times. But, uh, but I'm only mentioning that to say that in its heyday, 60-odd years, let's say, uh, Sports Illustrated was fundamental to our understanding of a fundamental part of American life. You think the pendulum ever swings for SI in particular? Obviously, I'm having this conversation with Michael Bamberger because last week, Sports Illustrated, which, as the Times points out, was once a titan of sports journalism, whose cover was a coveted prize for the world's greatest athlete, said that it was laying off much of its entire staff and that its future is now in doubt as its owners are considering licensing the property to new investors. I'd, I'd like to think that there's going to come a time when we're going to yearn for slowing down the clock, having something arrive in the mailbox that we can sit, thumb through, look at the pictures, and read the sports coverage. Well, I mean, it's, it's an absolutely lovely idea, and I cling to the dream, but I don't think it's realistic. I think uh, uh, people, again, half our age, first off, there's like the Buzz Bissinger story that I just I just referenced. Uh, if people can get to airmail, find airmail, find Buzz's story, uh, they'll read, you know, the first literally 150 words of it, and then they'll hit a paywall. And then they'll either put in or not put in their credit card information, all the rest of the figure out a way to get, you know, one free uh, story and then blah 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 blah. The culture has just changed by which people 
people are doing most of their reading, you know, from my casual observation, I'm sure yours would be about the same. They're doing their reading on a phone, reading a uh, 3,000 word story about Satchel Page by Frank DeFord uh, <coughs> with photography on a piece of paper in actual printed ink. I don't, I don't see people going back to that. I don't see where this, the culture that we're in now, Michael, is so me, 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 me. Then the question becomes, why should I care about Satchel Page? He lived 100 years before I was born. There isn't a broad view of life uh, as there I was. Wish you were Generally wrong. speaking. I wish you were wrong. More, uh, there's a more narrow self-interest uh, uh, reading in people and, and in people. You see it all the time. SI, the magazine, not the Newsy Sports website, not much different from other Newsy Sport websites, has been dead for years but it was swell while it lasted. So writes Michael Bamberger today at Smirconish.com. Hey, Michael, thank you for writing those words, and thank you for your willingness to come and reminisce about SI, a, a big part of each of our lives, yours more so than my own. Thank you, Michael. Always good to be with you. Michael Bamberger. Read his essay today in Smirconish.com. By the way, can I put this in a broader and equally distressing context? Michael Grinbaum and others writing about the grim look which is the state of our news right now, uh, the pain particularly pronounced at the community level. I've talked about this extensively. An average of five local newspapers are closing every two weeks, according to New Northwestern University's Medill School, with more than half of all American counties now so-called news deserts with limited access to news about their hometowns. Of the one, uh, 1,100 public radio stations and affiliates, only about one in five is producing local journalism. And then there's a quote from Andrew Hayward, a former CBS News president who works with a group of MIT researchers studying the future of news and information. He said this, at a time when, American, when America arguably needs more solid news coverage than ever, It is very disturbing to see economic forces arranged so powerfully against traditional news. It's not just disturbing, he added, it's dangerous. And what accounts for it? Well, they they say, you know, a lot of Americans have news fatigue, inundated with major stories like the coming election, the wars in the Middle East and the Ukraine. Those who do not follow the news have increasingly turned to social media and anti-establishment sites that exist outside legacy organizations. There's also the rise of streaming and a drop off in movie going that have led to belt tightening at the parent companies of many news outlets. Disney, which owns ABC, shed thousands of jobs last year. NBC Universal losing viewers from its once formidable cable TV division. NBC News laid off several dozen employees this month. CNN, owned by debt laden Warner Brothers Discovery, went through a round of layoffs. Paramount, which owns CBS News, also planning deep cuts, according to a person with knowledge of these discussions. The Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, appeared poised for comebacks after each newspaper was bought by a tech-savvy billionaire, the sort of financial benefactor the industry hoped could offer a lifetime of print revenue. Hiring sprees and Pulitzer Prizes followed at both papers, but both lost tens of millions of dollars last year. So it's it's into that context that SI belongs. The recent bad news, in some ways, a continuation from last year. 
In 2023, Business Insider, the Los Angeles Times, and NPR cut at least 10% of their staffs. The news division of BuzzFeed was shut down. News Corp cut 1,250 people. National Geographic laid off its remaining staff writers. Vox Media went through two rounds of layoffs. Vice Media filed for bankruptcy. Popular Science shut its online magazine. And ESPN, Condé Nast, and Yahoo all cut jobs. Here's a quick question for you. Ready for a lightning round? I'm starting with you, TC. You got it. Tell me what magazine, if any, you subscribe to. Still? Yeah. Not one. Not one. Not one. And I used to have so many. Vanity Fair is, and no longer, was the last. Yeah. Vanity Fair was the the last for me. I can, I cannot think of a magazine uh, that, that comes to the house. I think it I might can, have been like Vogue or Real Simple was the last for me. Yeah. I used to love some of the long form journalism in Vanity Fair, but you know, it was, I'm thinking of like the Dominic Dunn era and I hung on and I hung on and I hung on. And then there were just too many. It's astonishing. There were just too many issues that would come out where there was like not a single thing in it. Maybe it's a sign of age. I don't know that interested me. And then I felt bad for the paper. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. I love our audience. What a bunch of readers. Gloria, what comes to the house quickly in Los Angeles? I got three. Vanity Fair. 
The Atlantic because uh, for their investigative journalism that I can share with my students and then foreign affairs. I am a subscriber to The Atlantic, but I do not get a hard copy of The Atlantic. I, I, I'm, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm fine exactly with that kind of a mix. Tom Westchester, what comes to the house? The week, only the week, which is kind of sad because I used to always get Time Newsweek and I'm a, I have a degree in journalism. I remember you just reminded me when I was in school many moons ago, I remember loving U.S. News and World Report. Used to love getting U.S. News and World Report. Uh, Evan, Knoxville, Tennessee, what comes to the house? Bon Appetit. We're kind of foodies. But I you do know, want to say something about... You Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I, can I say something about Sports Illustrated? Um, Real quick. There's, there was a guy that my... Well, a family that my kids grew up with. Our, my sons and his son did cross country. Uh, our daughters did competitive dance. One night we're having a few. He gets a little too much. He pulls out the Sports Illustrated. He's on the cover. Never what? made pro. He never made pro. That's awesome. He, he worked. He played for Iowa. He blew right. his knee out the last game of the year, and it's sad that nobody else is going to have that experience. Holy smokes. Thank you for that, Evan. Moving quickly here. Uh, Paul, quickly, what are you doing in Vermont? What comes to the house? Hey, Michael, it's good to hear uh, this topic. And actually, a previous caller said they get the week. We get the week junior because we want our kids to understand that not everything has to come from a phone. And we're part of this movement of parents on the way to eight. And I have a final thing about Sports Illustrated. No, no, no. But I was in it. You were in it. All right. Nice. I appreciate it. Let me keep moving. Brad, St. Paul, Minnesota, what comes to the house? County Highway, the uh, new newspaper that's published every two months by Walter Kern, tells the stories from outside of the big cities. I love that. That's a wonderful suggestion. Uh, Bill, Baltimore, sorry about the Ravens. What comes to the house? Yeah, tough day for the Ravens. We get Down East Magazine at my house. That's Down what East. about Maine, and that's, we, we love the, that state. It's a great state. I also get two newspapers every day, and I send highlights. To my grandchildren. Oh my God! Highlights. I I can still find uh, everything that's in the puzzle. That is incredible. The Economist, uh, the Week, uh, and somebody who says Michael keeps us too busy. We don't have enough time to read magazines. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel One Twenty Four. Live weekdays from nine a.m. to noon east, or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish. For independent minds. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.